You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder and host of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. With actors in over 20 Broadway shows and other stages across the globe, we are your one-stop shop for all things theater and fitness. So if you're looking to marry your career in theater with a pursuit of training like the athlete that you are in fitness, Go to BuiltForTheStage.com and I'll be happy to work with you one-on-one using an online interactive fitness app. All right, let's get on to our special guest. Special guest as always. I was just in London about three or four weeks ago seeing a good amount of shows. One of them, of course, had to be Hamilton. And uh, I saw Hamilton, saw a lot of crazy things like you can buy an entire bottle of wine at the uh, at the bar before the show or at intermission. I thought that was pretty pretty bold of them, but I, I guess that's the thing in the West End. Um, I was loving witnessing people trying to finish their bottle of wine as quickly as possible. But anyways, that was my little silly uh, aside there. Our guest uh, originally uh, was born in Japan. They grew up in London. Um, they recently made their West End debut in Hamilton. They cover all of the Skylar sisters, which is uh, super impressive. And when I saw the show, they were on for Eliza. So I can't wait for you to meet our guest today, Maya Brito. Welcome to the show, Maya. Hey, Maya. Hey, thank you for having me. <laughs> my pleasure, my pleasure. All right, so it's Wednesday Tonight, you were saying before we hit record that you are going on again for Eliza tonight, and you think you hadn't been on since probably the last time I saw you. Yeah, 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 exactly, about a month. Um, I've been on as Angelica at least once every week since, but um, yeah, Eliza tonight. I really do love playing her, so I'm looking forward to it. Let's uh, let's run through your uh, first experience for each time you went on for a new character because I saw on your your Instagram it seemed like back this was happening back in like August maybe when each time was like your new time going on for each sister um whichever one you want to start with or maybe you can start with like the first one that you went on for and tell us what that was about so I haven't gone for all three yet oh, oh I'm sorry excuse me excuse me <laughs> that's all right I haven't gone for on for Peggy yet 
okay. because I'm, I'm second cover. So for that one, I will find out on the day. I'll yeah. get a few hours notice, but that's yet to happen. Got it. Um, as you said, this is my West End debut and oh my God, yeah, I'll, I was so nervous. I was so, so nervous. It was in July, it was my debut for Angelica. Um, and I remember backstage, because she starts on the top of the surround, just before you go on, I could, my heart was, I could hear my heartbeat. It was, it was so loud. But at the same time, I felt ready. I felt so, I was nervous, but I was calm, because I'd been rehearsing for this since like April. Um, and it was insane. It was so cool just to, to see all the people, because we've been rehearsing on stage, obviously with an empty auditorium. And to finally see these people that we've been waiting for, that I'd been waiting for, I think, um, it was so cool. And and Eliza also, she's such a different character to um, Angelica. I didn't anticipate how differently I would feel in her shoes doing the full arc. Because um, you only get to do it a couple of times before actually doing it in front of an audience in rehearsals. What what were a few of the differences between the characters as far as you said the journey was a bit different for you as far as your experience on the stage? Yeah, so, I mean, Angelica's the older sister. She's she's outwardly fiery. She's um, very assertive. She's happy to be at the center of attention and, and hold her own in that way. Um, and Eliza is... She has a different kind of strength. She's also got more of a maternal side. She's softer. She's she's so generous and and forgiving. Um, and I like to think that I like to think I have both of myself in them. And it's just like I can amplify whoever I'm playing even more. Um, but yeah, that that's really cool. And I guess also I think as a lot of castings I've been up for before. I've I've been expected to be I don't know play more timid characters or be quiet or, or whatever. So it's nice to play Angelica. So I'm like, no, like you're going to listen to me. Listen to me rap. Like I'm sick. <laughs> well, uh, had you had any rapping experience in in the past, or like, yeah, tell us about building up that character for yourself. So. Growing up, me and my brothers used to songwrite all the time. My brothers used to rap. I used to always sing. And for fun, they would write me raps. <laughs> it's really embarrassing. I'm glad it doesn't exist on the internet anymore. But um, yeah, so I would like mess about with them. I grew up listening to a lot of hip hop and stuff because of my brothers. Um, like Lauren Hill, I love. Um, so like having female rappers in my ear was like, okay, cool. Like, I, I, I want to do this. So when Angelica came along, it was like, yeah, no, I can do this. I really think I can do this. You still record some now, right? Not raps, but I, I was reading like you still like to do this on your own. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Uh, covers, your own stuff. What kind of stuff do you like to do in your own time? Mainly my own stuff, uh, my own songs. Uh, my brother, he still will like send me beats, send me like little loops, and then I'll just go off in my own world and record and okay and so your brothers remained in music as well or let's go let's uh jump into that growing up music was a big part of your household 
Hugely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So both my brothers, um, they're both older than me. They were both really musical. Um, one would play the piano and the other would play the violin. I grew up playing the cello and singing. Um, but it was, we were all, I was always singing. My dad loves to sing. Um, like I've got baby pictures of my dad playing and I playing the badminton racket, like, like the air guitar. <laughs> but yeah, so it, music's always been a huge, huge part of my upbringing. And creating music um, with my brothers has never stopped, I guess, even if we've, we're like all in different parts of the world. Um, thank God for the internet. We can, we can still, we can still do it. Okay, and so you grew up with this interest in uh, music. You're playing air guitar on rackets. When <laughs> when did it become more serious? When you're thinking, uh, I think I I want to like do this thing for real, you know, as a career. When did that start to happen? You know what? I think as a kid, I always did. So I'd always sing. I used to do ballet. I never really did much like acting stuff, but I, I never thought of the three disciplines as being a viable career, like to do as one, like I, it just never occurred to me. I'd, I would perform like ballet recitals and gig and do open mic nights and stuff, but it never occurred to me that I could just do all three as a job. Um, so when I was younger, I always wanted to be a singer. Um, and then as I got older, I, I found like a, an Amdram group in London. Um, and yeah, I, I realized, oh, wow, this is, this is sick. Like, I, I want to do this for, like as a career. So it was around 17, I guess. Um, I knew I loved it. I knew I loved um, performing and acting and acting through song, which is what got me. Uh, I went. I ended up going to university to do music, um, just like general music at Goldsmiths. So it was very academic and very um, like theoretical and very far from what I wanted to be doing. But I saw it through. I did the three years, and then I went to um, the Royal Academy of Music, and I trained there in musical theatre. And yeah, I feel like I've never really looked back since. Yeah. since um, committing myself to that and then you graduate from your master's in musical theater and then what the red carpets rolled out and you have mm -hmm. a perfect career or tell us a little bit about that journey of ups and downs um mm -hmm. your west end debut i also saw that uh you were in a production oh where is it at this was back in 2021 tokyo rose was it 2021 yeah. Yeah, so, um, God, I didn't graduate that long ago, If you, because COVID doesn't count. But to I know, it's really, <laughs> like, the timeline is just yeah, over the place now. So. Yeah, exactly. So 2018 is when I graduated, and I did my stage debut that autumn, and that was Arabian Nights um, at Hoxton Hall, and that was really cool, working with people who'd been who were either also debuting with me or had been in the business for a while. So it was like, I was learning so much. It was a puppet show, it was a family puppet show, which was really cool. Um, and then like from 2018 up until getting this job early this year, well, yeah, I guess there've been, there've been varied experiences. I've done like a bunch of workshops at the National. Um, I've done really random jobs, like being hired for a corporate, 
event and I, I pretend like I'm dressed up like a young I was like a goth and I had like a fake piercing I was like you want to hire me and I had, to, I had like a whole presentation and I'm like you shouldn't judge a book by its cover and things like that okay okay um, stuff like that and then um and then yeah then I did Tokyo Rose Tokyo Rose was a, a new musical written um by a really young company and we we planned to do it we did it for the Edinburgh Fringe in 2019, which was, I don't know if you've ever been, but Ed Fringe is so mad, but so cool. Like every corner, there is just like life. There's just life everywhere in the streets and it's buzzing. Um, you end up drinking a lot as well. <laughs> your bank account will like be empty, but it's so much fun. Um, we ended up win winning a few awards out there for that show to help us go on tour, which was supposed to happen in 2020 um but that got postponed to last year so we did a, a, a little national tour last year of the show and it's a show that I I feel like I grew a lot through because it was one that I was able to to help devise and and it was about a Japanese American woman although I'm not American I am half Japanese but uh British uh there were a lot of things that I could relate to being caught between two cultures and and not always feeling like you belong and not feeling always welcomed by either side and things like that and then it's, a, it's based on a true story Tokyo Rose I don't know if you've heard it as an American yeah I was I was reading through and then did some background reading about yeah. it as well you did a cast recording too I saw on Spotify. yeah 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 all right, I'll be sure everyone that's listening, make sure you check out the description of this. I'll put the link in there for you to take a listen. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun and and yeah, and then after that it was it was Hamilton. Um yeah, and, and Hamilton really is a dream come true. So I'm I'm very, very grateful. I'm so blessed. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So you're, it's, it's, I'm going to assume or, or I'll say it's safe to say you're, you figured out how to audition because you're booking <laughs> consistently. So walking into the room, I wanted to highlight this because you had said about the, the golf thing that, I, you know, don't judge a book by its cover or you're sharing that um, previously you rapped with your brothers growing up. How do you go, how do you go into an audition room and make sure that you present who you know you are and that the people behind the table can get a grasp of that? What do you think your success, you know, relies on uh, these past um, couple of years? 
it's not always been successful. Uh, all right, good. good. Let's <laughs> let's get into that too because you know I, I love for listeners to hear this because so many of them come for uh, motivation or insight or just relatability of oh these people it's not all butterflies and rainbows you know like yeah, it's real life. Not at all. Like there are there's so oh god. You, you, I've faced a lot of re- rejection. Like it might sound like I've been booking a lot, but if you if you put that next to how many auditions I've done, like yeah, it's a it's a handful of yeses in a sea of no's. Yeah, and that's okay. Like you have, to, I think what I've learned is that that's not, like not to take it personally, um, because there is so much. There's so much that you don't know on the other side of that table. Like what goes into casting something that you just you don't see and it's it it it, it's just a waste of energy to try and work out what did I do wrong why don't they like me and it's it's I think most of the time it's not about you personally um yeah like when when I when I talk to casting directors or directors they'll be like yeah sometimes it's about whether you can fit in the costume that they already have and or if you can if how you look next to this person what's the chemistry between you and this other person that they've already cast like and that's not that's not your fault I think everyone has so much that they have to offer I think embrace that and there'll always be place there'll always be a place for for where your magic is um and I really believe that and I think I feel like I have to believe that (laughs) um in this business but but yeah I don't know I was going to say, like, I always, I also try and think about walking into an audition room as much as it's an opportunity for me to hopefully book a job. It's also an opportunity for these people that maybe I've not met before to, to meet me. Like, what do I have to offer? Or yeah. like, at least if nothing comes of this, at least I've met really cool people. Who, who share the same passion as me. And that's enough for me. Right. Like I try to keep that mentality. Love that. All right. <laughs> Let's shake things loose with a short little uh, break in a game here. BFTS hot seat. So don't get super anxious. You can just, you get kind of nervous, but here comes the hot seat. All right. Um, Maya Brito on the hot seat. All right, Maya, you walk into a room, okay. And the TV's on. <laughs> and it's a movie that you've seen a hundred times, but no matter how many times you see this movie, you have to stop and watch it. What is that movie? Oh, I think it's My Neighbor Totoro. <laughs> okay. All right. Amazing. Good start. Good start. All right. You are um, going to the theater. You're commuting to the theater. Maybe it's like gloomy out. You need a bit of a pick me up. If we get to see your music playlist, what is one or two songs that's like your go-to, get you fired up, get you get you feeling good? Oh my god! Okay, I people complain that my taste in music is way too mellow, but um, <laughs> like, yeah, I oh my god, this is such a good question. I love Nick Hakim. Okay. Um. So his new album that that would that would be playing (laughs) okay all right you uh are you're reincarnated coming back to the life coming back to life as an animal what animal are you coming back as 
an elephant. Oh, okay. Tell us why. Elephants are just so. I love their gentleness. I love their poise, and but their strength. They can be really, they can be really powerful, but really playful and, and gentle at the same time. I I was frequenting this uh, cafe near. Um, so there's by the. I can't remember the theater name where Frozen's at, and then nearby is Lion King. There's that square, you know. There's um, Garden. What's it called? Covent Garden. Yes. So just like down one of those like side streets, there's this nice cafe, and there's this square, this like hidden little seating area. There's this beautiful bamboo elephant, like large life-size elephant but it was made of bamboo it was beautiful and oh, wow. took videos of it i'll post it on our stories today so you can take a look you're gonna yeah yeah, yeah. i haven't like, seen that if you, cool. if you like elephants you're gonna really like it okay last uh hot seat question if you could be in any show as any role what would that be <laughs> Oh, this question. I get asked it so many times and I never have an answer. <laughs> Limitless could be anything. You could be Jafar and Aladdin or you could and any any character. That's such a good question. Oh my god. Recently people have been saying, "Oh, in Hamilton, what would you be if you could not be who you are. Oh, uh, okay. But, um, oh, <laughs> this, is such a, this is a hot seat question. Who would I be? Luckily, we don't have a clock. We don't have a timer on you. We don't have a 10-second countdown. Well, how, yeah. about, how about Hamilton? Would you be the king? Would you be uh, Hamilton? I like, I like Lawrence. Lawrence, okay. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, there you go. We'll, we'll take That's that. Such a long I'm sorry that I wasn't more prepared. No, it's okay. You're off the hot seat. You're off the hot seat. I was running through like a list of characters and shows in my head, and another question came up. Do you prefer like old school classical musical theater, or do you like new stuff? Do you like movies? Like as far as movie musical, do you like jukebox? Do you like an original book musical? What's your vibe as far as favorite type of musical? I think. Definitely like more contemporary stuff. Okay. Um, I'll be honest with you, I'm not a huge musical theater fan. Okay, let's get into it. How does one survive being a musical theater actress while not being a musical theater fan? I'm not. I'm not a huge musical. Like I do like musical theater, but I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm. I'm... I, like I don't listen to many soundtracks anymore on, yeah. my, on my way around London. Uh, I, I say this a lot. Um, I haven't said it on this podcast in a while, but I truly believe that I think the healthiest relationship with this career is being a person in theater as opposed to a theater person. Yeah. If, if that makes sense. Yeah. I 100% agree. I think, just to give a little backstory on, I think, why I've really deviated from musical theatre, but when I was training, I really immersed myself so much into musical theatre, and it was all I would listen to. And then by the end of that year, I was like, I don't know who I am anymore. I don't know what I like. Like, outside of this world, like, 
what happened to all my musical interests who I used to love riffing to and now I can't riff like what's going on like you know it was just it was wild so I was like nope I need to start again who do I like who do I listen to I went back on to like Erica Badu India Irie um just the people that I like Amel LaRue Groove Theory it's people that I loved listening to growing up I'm like hey like I need to reconnect with this love and that that since like 2018 that's never left and I don't ever really want that to leave. I, th- I think that what makes the best of performers are people that have the most like genuine human experiences in real life you know as opposed to this sheltered musical mm. theater fairyland you know yeah, um, yeah. okay so you're not on stage you're not singing you're not a performer what would you be doing what other interests do you have whether it could be Ooh. another career or just like oh i also have i like to i don't know have I... a stamp collection <laughs> <laughs> I I really love um I love creating things like with my hands. Um I love painting. I love uh so throughout lockdown when there weren't any acting jobs going, I I made so many things. <laughs> I made teddy bears out of my grand my, like my late grandmother's old bed sheets and I made um hand puppets I hand stitched them all of all my little cousins favorite animals and I paint I painted little pictures for their for their bedroom walls and if I could make that a career I think I would like just just making things for people (laughs) love it I love it as a cover what public uh performances or things you've been able to do outside the theater because I know that oftentimes a cover and understudy or or whatnot they'll get asked hey there's this promo thing or there's a special uh event have you done anything fun lately uh for hamilton um so before i made any stage debut for the show i we had west end live do you know about west end live i saw um, it on your instagram yeah yeah so it's like this huge like weekend festival of all the west end shows and they do like a 10 minute set um, for free, just everyone, just come come and check it out in Trafalgar Square, and it's packed. Like as far as the eye can see, all the all the roads get blocked off, and it's just it's so packed. And um, yeah, they asked me to do Angelica for for that, and we did Skylar Sisters. So that was the first um first thing that I did for Hamilton, and that was that was really cool. Um, since then, yeah, we've been doing like a bunch of um like takeover stuff and I don't tend to get involved I, I don't know I, I shy away from cameras but um if it's there I'll pop my head in and say hey but um all right if you shy, what made you say yes to my invite to come chat with you <laughs> shy I don't know like your your message about the show seems so genuine I really appreciated it uh-huh. um like my work means a lot to me uh mm. and when I feel like I can move someone else. I feel like I've done my job. And I don't know, I believed you. I believed your message. So, yeah. Well, good. It, it was genuine for sure. And I love what you <laughs> said about if you can move somebody else with your work, then then you take that opportunity. Last question uh, before I let you go. Again, really appreciate your time. Thank you. Being uh, a cover for the, for the sisters, not always being on, having to be ready for a a call at maybe any moment sometimes or planned how do you stay ready 
And also, how do you uh, best keep your flow when you're not always consistently on? Have you implemented any practices or, yeah, tell um, us about that experience for you. So we've, around the theater, we've got a few rehearsal rooms that we're welcome to use anytime. Um, and sometimes there's one rehearsal room right behind the stage so you can hear everything that's going on. Um, and one thing that I like to do is I just, I just do my track in the rehearsal room yeah. as if I'm on stage, but I can hear everything. Um, I can't sing too loudly because it, it, the sound might bleed, but um, yeah. yeah, that's one thing I like to do. There's just, just rehearsing the show, like my track over and over again. Uh, we get singing lessons weekly if we want them. Um, and that's always a really good opportunity to, to just like, yeah, go over anything that I need to. Is this just uh, specific to the Hamilton production or is this a West End thing where? Um, as far as I know, the buildings, I've, I've not done any other West End shows. So I don't really know, but um, are you talking about the singing lessons? Yeah, yeah. So that was very, yeah. very unique and like, unheard of like uh really? in, a Broadway, in a broadway show there it's not like oh you you can have a singing lesson every week if you want yeah no i like i i think it's pretty west end wide because i think singing like singing teachers will be like yeah i'm working on this show this show this show so i mean yeah it's our it's our job to be it's, able to do this. it's provided by the show though yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no at no cost no it's it's our work wow so this, this, this is like, this is <laughs> People in America listening to this right now, it's like, my <laughs> no way. Yeah, no, like, I mean, they want us to do a good job. They're, they're looking after us to make sure we do a good job. So, yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> wow. I can't wait to tell some of my friends, see what they think. They're going to be so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Maya, I appreciate your time. So many great things um, that you gave us insight to. Um, you're a powerhouse up on the stage. Again, I was blown away by your performance. I was uh, very fortunate to get to see you. Uh, everyone that's listening, make sure that you go to Maya's Instagram, Maya Brito underscore. Uh, you can check that out in the description of this episode. Maya, thanks so much. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. All right, everyone. Maya Brito from Hamilton in the West End covering the Schuyler Sisters. Voice lessons weekly. Crazy, crazy. And Maya might just be coming around, I don't know, National Geographic TV in about 100 years from now as an elephant. So be on the lookout if you see Maya uh, as an elephant. All right, everyone. I'm Joe Roscoe from Built for the Stage. You can check out builtforthestage.com or follow us on the gram at Built for the Stage. Until next time, actors or athletes, train like one. Later. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.